Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're back for more listener questions with myself, Ricky, and Scott. Today, we've got tons of questions on this show, including a question about how to get to the International Gateway if you really want to get on Ratatouille's adventure right at Rope Drop. So maybe you can get two rides in in one quick morning over there. We also give thoughts on the Wine and Dine Half Marathon After Party. Is it worth it to buy tickets for your loved ones? If you're if they're not running the event, but you want to have the entire family at the party, we talk about that. We also discuss where you might want to hang one extra ADR at the Disneyland Resort. We have Lamplighter Lounge and Blue Bayou, but what's one more place you might want to consider for a great sit-down meal at Disneyland and over at Walt Disney World, how about a celebratory post-dopey challenge meal? We've got the perfect, Scott comes up with the perfect restaurant for this. And what one more retro song would you add to Cosmic Rewind? And why is Captain Tennille the perfect answer? This and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget today's podcast always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The Magic for Less is a platinum earmarked agency, which means Disney has recognized them for being the best of the best. Check out all the details and fill out that free, no obligation quote form over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's one extra click that really helps out the show. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all this podcasting possible, and our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, please come on over this week, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2133 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents still over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and you are here with us because we are going to answer your listener questions. We're going to bounce all over the place. Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Walt Disney World. We'll talk some dining, some theme parks. That's why I love these shows, because we get to hear what you have questions about, and we get to hit many topics in 30 to 35 minutes, which is always a lot of fun. So joining me today to answer those listener questions, we have the expert herself back again from the mouseforless.com. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I am so excited to be back and here and answering you guys' listener questions, so... Not Mike and Scott's, but everybody else's. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna try to keep our questions to a minimum. So right now, what what are you feeling the most? You feeling land, uh, world, or cruise line today? Like, what's your groove today? Do you think? Uh, uh, I feel like world is is gonna be my my jam today, but we'll we'll see we'll see. Okay, so I have a question for you. Now this is a listener okay. question for Ricky, real quick, and it's just gotta be something right off the top of your head. In the pre-show, which you gotta jump in here, we usually go live on Mondays around five thirty Eastern ish is when we kind of hit the button to go live. We had a discussion about, you know, Cosmic Rewind is going to have Christmas songs this year, right? They're going to switch out the songs at Christmas. But Scott says that they should rotate through songs like a jukebox, you know, like every few months. Let's it's not that hard. You know, it's 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 an iPod or hard drive somewhere in the back of the building somewhere. 
why can't we have these songs change a little bit more regularly? So let me ask you this, Ricky, putting you on the spot, because I didn't want to tell you ahead of time, because I want you to have to think quick. You get to throw in one retro song right now that is not in the rotation that you're going to rock out to as you spin and almost get ill as you see a raccoon with a big old gun. What are you adding to the Cosmic Rewind soundtrack right now? Not a Christmas song. No, no, no. Okay, so the first thing that popped in my head, although it's not like it's older, I think, than the obviously the 70s or 80s, but I was thinking like, I want you back by the Jackson Five. Oh, you're going way back. Okay, I'm going way back. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's in um, the Guardians Mission Guardians. Okay, that and see that might see I haven't been a Mission Breakout, but I feel like that would be a lot of fun to jam out to while you're you know gliding along like that. Like it's peppy and exciting, and I just feel like that would be a lot of fun. So, yeah. Okay, I'll take it. You know that get that approved. Carried okay, so here's here's one that I had. I'm gonna throw it in here because I'm scared. Scott, my the chances of Scott stealing this are like one in a million, but knowing how we are on the same wavelength so often, it could happen. So I'm throwing mine in real quick before I introduce them. Mine would be by Captain and Tennille. Love will keep us together. I love that. that I love that. Dude, how sweet would that be? Your do 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 do. Anyway, you're going around. Yeah, I'm still not riding the ride. We talked about that on Sunday night, but I mean, you could tell me about how it goes. Anyway, speaking of the man himself, Scott Gardner's joining us from up in Lansing, Michigan. What's up, Scott? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Mike. Um, I'm hoping that we get, actually, I'm not hoping, but it's most likely going to happen because I'm so hungry at the time of recording. We're going to get a lot of dining questions today, I feel like, because that would just be, you know, par for the course. You know, you're hungry, you get questions about food. All right. Well, okay. first question actually on the uh, screen over here. The second screen is a dining question. So we are you te- you teed me up, and I'm ready to tee off. But I got to ask you, what song are you adding adding to Guardians? Because you brought up this topic in the pre-show. It's so random, and you're not going to think this is going to be my answer. It's the first thing that came to my head. I'm going to put some wham out there. I'm going to go with "Wake Me Up Before You yes. Go Go" because that ride just wakes yes. you up. <laughs> yes. This is like so that. good. You know, they should totally do this. All right. I, don't know, I think it would just be kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Oh. My second choice would be the oh. I would walk 500 oh my God. It's terrible. There's, so there's so many great combos. I hate that there's song. So <gasps> See, I, I would puke before it even left the building it's, if that song came out. It's a funny joke with song. my best friend. Oh. We, Whenever we hear that song, we text each other. So that's why it holds a special place in my heart. No, 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 no. That song uh-huh. was on so much back in the day. Oh, my God. How about like the Hootie? with if you knew with confidence that your like AirPods would stay like on the ride, like I, you could just like kind of do your own song, you know, that'd you be could. kind of fun to try. But, you could, you but, could. Okay. Let's but you'd get... be losing your AirPods. So here's what I want though. Treat me your, uh, your song you would add to the soundtrack. I'll retweet them this week as we're out there. We'll, we'll I'll give a little, uh, you know, disclaimer of what we're doing on Twitter. So again, at BR guest, Mike, let me know. Cause I think this is going to be fun. A retro song. You would add, and why Captain and Tennille is the perfect song for uh, Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> Caitlin's got a question. It says, Disneyland dining. I got my Disneyland shirt on. I'm hungry. I am ready for this question. She says, I'm planning a solo trip to Disneyland this November. I'm planning to dine at Blue Bayou and Lamplight Lounge for my third and final park day. Do you have any additional dining recommendations, reservation recommendations, or would you choose quick service? I'll have the hopper. So open to dining at either park. Thanks in advance. So she's got Blue Bayou. She's got Lamplight Lounge. 
but she's got a third day open. She's wondering if she should just go counter or quick service on that last day, or should she get one more ADR? Ricky, what say you? There are so many fantastic quick service options at Disneyland that I think I would go with quick service to be perfectly honest. Um, if I would suggest an actual like dining experience, sit, uh, sit down, I might suggest like the Plaza Inn. Um, but honestly, I really think I would just go with quick service if it was me. Okay. I would not. Uh, I, Plaza did you guys Inn not have the, a good experience at Plaza Inn? I, I had, I had, I, I was, almost, I almost no, it was pretty good because we did the main street electrical. Yeah, yeah, we, like, we did the dining package. So it wasn't like, cause I like breakfast over there. You know, you get like, right. the characters, which I don't even know if the characters are there right now, but yeah, the. The Plaza Inn is a, is a good experience for sure. It was it was very enlightening. That's where I got, got this it. light bulb. Yeah. Uh, okay, so okay, let's just say I, I agree though. The counter service at Disneyland rocks. I mean, totally good there. But I mean, it never hurts to have an ADR kind of there locked in. So Scott, if you were going to offer a third one, you could also look at something at Grand Californian, or you know, you could. There's other options. But what would you pick for a third ADR? So I'm actually going to go to California Adventure. I, I like how she's doing the lamp light. Um, Blue Bayou, Mike, you've done that one as well. Something we didn't do, Mike, but I've done it in the past. I really like is Carthay Circle. Um, it's a nice signature. You walk in on like the the main street of you know DCA, and like that. Just the experience in there is cool. There's an awesome lounge up there. So even if you just want to hang out at the lounge, if you're solo, because that could be a great option too. So I think Carthay Circle would be a great option. And what about I mean Carnation Cafe? Like I really like that place now. We, we ate outside, which I think was better because the weather was right. great. She's going to be there in November. I would assume the weather would be tremendous still at that time of year. And especially if you're eating outside, if you get, I don't, I, I didn't look and see how the tables were laid out, but I mean, if she could sit at a little table by two table for two outside, you could just watch the people coming and going down main street, enjoy the weather, have, I think we had chili. You got a bonus in your chili. You probably don't get yes. that every time. They had a nice burger, a wedge salad. I mean, that sounds like a good meal too. Yeah, Plaza. I mean, all these, all these are really good. Um, I, uh, I kind of want to join her in November now, Mike, because I think we'll be having those Disneyland blues by then, right? Oh, dude, I'm so ready to go back. I just keep wearing this shirt, hoping that I'll just wake up on the West Coast sometime, but it ha hasn't happened yet. Alan, I'm going to see you out there soon. Uh, anyway, Alan's got a question live chat. Speaking of Alan, he's out in Anaheim right now. He says recommendations for transportation from the airport to Walt Disney World. Take on the minivans. So, I've ridden in minivans. Scott, have you done minivans? Not from the airport, but yeah, I've definitely done minivans. Yeah, yeah I, well, they're yeah. not offering it from the airport right now. I, so. well, uh, but they may. I think, I think he's probably. They may, but I just want to specify that yeah, right yeah. now they are not right. offering the minivans from the airport. Right, but I mean, my take on them, though, in general, for the minivans, if they were to come back by race weekends. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're nice. They're a luxury. I mean, the, the the cast members are awesome that are driving them. They're spacious. You do get to pick your own music. And it's just, it it's it's like, I mean, it's very luxurious. I mean, that is kind of, for me, top of the line. You're paying a lot extra as a luxury tax on that to ride those. But they're cool. And, I mean, you got that cool factor of, you know, get your picture with the driver in front of the minivan. It looks really cool on social. I, you know, I'm kind of that kind of person. I think it's kind of fun. But for suggestions right now, I really have three options. This is what I tell my guests over at the Magic for Less. I mean, you got, you got a few. You got uh, Mears Connect and Sunshine Flyer, which are the two big motor coaches. And those are kind of going to be very similar to Magical Express. And uh, you could check those out. And the Sunshine Flyer intrigues me. I've, I haven't done either one of these yet. But the Sunshine Flyer is the one kind of looks like the train. And I think kids get like little conductor's hats uh, when they get on. And they're running some specials currently 
where kids can ride free for certain dates, uh, travel windows. So if you want to check that out, uh, Mirrors Connect is almost exactly a clone of Magical Express because it's run by Mirrors who ran Magical Express. You just got to pay for it. Uh, we also recommend over the Magic for Less a couple of uh, agent, uh, uh, private transfer companies. You might want to look at Happy Limo and Tiffany Town Car. They both have uh, decent rates, great vehicles, friendly drivers, and uh, they do right by my guess. So those are a lot of, you know, just, just depends. You know, you want to have somebody stand there with the iPad? <laughs> That's pretty sweet. You know, and they help you retrieve your bags, get into a, you know, a, a Lincoln Town Car, some kind of a private van. You could get a limousine. Scott, we've done a... Um, We've had a party bus with with our two families, with like eight or nine of us. And that actually for a cruise, we went over to Port Canaveral and it, it cost about the same to get the party bus as it did uh, Disney Cruise Line transfers for like nine people. The only thing I was missing from that, like, cause it was great. Like we were waiting outside Coronado, the bus rolls up and Mike, I, I think you know the movie Teen Wolf. I just wanted to go Teen Wolf on it and just say those waves are mine and get on the top of that bus, you know, <laughs> and just dance all the way to Port Canaveral. The driver, didn't advise of that, so we just got to hang out inside the bus instead. But that was a lot of fun. And we couldn't ever get the radio working all the way to the coast. I mean, just, oh. just I don't know, sad. It had a mirror ball in the thing, but we got there. No Captain Tennille. No Captain. Yeah. There was no Captain Tennille on that ride. No. Love did not keep us together. Okay, yeah. uh, next, uh, Michael's got a question here. He says, hey, Mike and BOGP crew, I'm taking my wife to the world for her birthday in February. This will be our first trip without the kids. Comparing prices, Grand Destino Club level and Wilderness Lodge standard room are similarly priced and within our budget. We haven't stayed it either, and Wilderness would be my easy pick if we had the kids going, but Coronado looks like it would be a nice spot for couples. He put hashtag, is this romantic? Yes. I love that. The club level option is also intriguing as we have never done that before. What would you pick? Mike is in Buffalo, New York, and of course he says... Go Bills. I'm sure he's part of the Bills Mafia. And he's getting mafia, excited baby. up there. All right. You know, hey, I like the Bills because very small market team. Go beat the big guys, especially the I wonder Rams. how many tables he goes through every Sunday. You know, like, is is, is this one of the guys I've ever seen, like, that gets, you know, gets, you know, dropped through a table? Oh, I hope. Day. I hope. I yeah, hope, you know, so I hope we'll send a video of that happening. You know, all painted in the blue and red and, yes. you know, uh, the Jim Kelly jersey, you know, just ready to go. So, yeah. All okay. right. I have I have an opinion, but Scott, where would you go? Wilderness Lodge? I mean, that's deluxe, but Coronado is a moderate, but you're talking club level, similar price. This is a good question. Yeah. I I um I'm coming from the same perspective as he is, where I've never done club level before. So my answer is Grand Destino Club level, because I've always been curious about it. And I think that's a great offer that they have at Coronado, like at Grand Destinos. Like you don't see that for like moderates, you know. So like take advantage of the club level. Give that a shot, and then next time with your kid, with the kids, do wilderness lodge. So that's my answer. I agree, Ricky. What about you? I think I'm also leaning that way as well. Um, my heart initially says wilderness lodge because that's like that's one of my favorite hotels of all the hotels at Disney. But um, you know, the the club level part really is a nice uh, experience. I, I've not been club level there, but I've actually been in the lounge. Um, it's a long story, but anyway, uh, and the lounge is very nice up there. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would probably, and, and since it is adults only, I would, I would probably consider Coronado 
you know, a Grand Destino. I think that's where I would yeah, go. Yeah, that's carrying the day. I would go Coronado club level because I do recall Pam has stayed club level at Coronado and Grand Destino. And she said it was a superior experience. She said they, they've they taken what they learned at all these deluxe hotels and really transferred it to this club level lounge and the whole experience at the top of Grand Destino. And like you said, I mean, if you think the Wilderness Lodge is going to be the experience for the entire family, Coronado feels a little more, you know, couples oriented. Do it. You know, this is, this is an opportunity. And Coronado is and Coronado is awesome. You got three bridges there. You you got great. I mean, I'm going to be there in a week, so yeah, like I'm definitely going to talk about Coronado right now. But just if you know if the price is right on the club level, just I would just say take the opportunity and do the club level while you can. So, so I like this question that came in earlier this week, and it's from Will in South Carolina, and it just says, uh, "Is Eli Drinkwitz on the hot seat?" Which, if you don't know, that's the Mizzou head coach. He's not on the hot seat yet. We're going to have a good year. But he says to his real question, and then he realized a few hours later, after I got back at him immediately because of his lead-in on this email, it was like, it was clickbait is what it was. And it worked. Like, you do anything like that to me, it works. Like, it got me fired up already. Because he's when I see somebody from South Carolina messing with my head coach, back off, man. Anyway, so we we're, no, we're just playing. But the thing is, he had a question. Scott, it was really about you. He was asking legitimately what time you think he can be off a cruise ship if he grabs all of his own stuff coming into Port Canaveral. What time? You were off like by 7.30 at 8, I think. It was really early. I, I think I took a photo of myself in the parking garage at like 7.57 in the morning. So, yeah, you can you can be back in the parking garage by 8 o'clock if you're just, if you skip breakfast, you know, you don't you keep the bags in your room the night before and you're just ready, you know, you're showered and ready to go for when they clear the ship, um, you, you can get you can get out by 8 and be in your car for sure. All right, Will, M-I-Z. Okay, Rhonda Lee's got a question. We always appreciate Rhonda Lee being here from up in Canada. She says, my question, since Scotty G says mainly dining, best suggestion for a celebration meal after completing my first dopey challenge. And it's going to happen here, and it is around the corner. We are in August, people. I mean, before you know it, we're going to be reaching for the mittens and the stocking caps. And once that happens, boy, it'll be, especially Rhonda Lee up in Canada, it'll be uh, time to get serious and uh, heading south for these uh, 48.6 magical miles. But let's start praying right now for nice weather for Marathon Weekend. Not too hot, not too cold, no precipitation. Let's make it happen. But anyway, let me ask Ricky, actually. Ricky, it's a huge celebration. I mean, Dopey Challenge is a big deal. I mean, if you're going to go big for a meal... You know, like me, I don't like to spend a lot of money, but after running that far, I can I can separate. Yeah, I can pull out the checkbook. The checkbook. I can pull out the credit card. I can pull out. Yeah, the what are you watch. doing? Going I, back in time? Exactly. Uh, yeah. I was thinking about yeah, I, when I, I went to the show. beach, Mike. Though this last weekend, like I kid you not, they had a sign that said "cash, credit card, check." Wow. <laughs> like, and do and the and the and the booth was taking forever. I swear, people were paying by check. Travelers checks. Like, Travelers checks. <laughs> Travelers checks. No, okay, so Ricky, where would you go? I mean, Rhonda Lee's gonna have this like I mean, you just you gotta you get to this is like the world is your oyster after doing something like that. Once somebody wheels you there in, in your wheelchair, uh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, I think it depends on if you want something nice or if you want something super, super filling. So uh for the nicer options, I'm gonna suggest like a California grill, a Topolino's terrace, something along those lines. But if you're looking to like really, really fill up, I'm going to say something like Ohana or Cape May Cafe or, you know, something along those lines. That way, you know, just go for one of those buffet options. Um, you can even do like Crystal Palace, something um, something like that. 
but just to really like fill up because you've just run you know 48 miles so uh that might be a good celebratory thing too point six do not give up that point six 48.6 don't play boy point six matters it's seriously that's the difference between getting that last medal okay I'm just playing with you, Ricky. Yeah, I, I, I will tell you, after my very first full marathon in 2015, it wasn't a dopey, but it was my first marathon. We did uh, um, hoop de doo review that night. And so it, not the best idea, but the thing is, I just and it, I was more hungry the next day, but I destroyed fried chicken. Like, no, bones were flying, strawberry shortcake. It was whipped cream everywhere. I was killing it because it was unlimited, right? So that was a good thing. And the show was fun, but I was pretty exhausted that night because like, it was like a 6 o'clock show. But that was something I did, and it was kind of fun because it was like, you know, it was a group of us. I was there with Mary Jo Collins and Mark Lorenzo and some other people. So it was a good time. What about you, Scott? What would you? So for Monday, so that's what you do, Mike. So yeah, like don't Ricky do it on su- This was on Sunday. You, that was rough. And you talked yeah. about being hungry the next yeah. day because that is always true. Like you are going to want to go to town on Monday. So for Monday, I like to book that that late breakfast at Crystal Palace that bleeds into lunch so you can get all the food options. So that's what I like to do on Monday. Because on Sunday, you're just going to feel so accomplished and so exhausted. You just want to have a sit-down, nice meal. And um, what I'm actually going to suggest is something that I normally don't go to, but with it being your first dopey, I think it's going to be brilliant, is you go to the Storybook Dining at the Wilderness Lodge, where Dopey himself I love that idea as a character. Yeah, dude. So oh, my first. gosh. Yeah, look so at that. Smart. Just, that's so smart. That's why we got you here, man. So you sit down, you relax with a nice meal, and Dopey's going to come to your table, and you're going to get a great photo with that medal, celebrating with Dopey. That's the best way to celebrate. You're not even chasing the guy around anymore. Like, it's just, it's all calm at that point. He, he actually came to chase you exactly. at that point. Like He's like, wait, I want to get a photo with you. You just finished Dopey. <laughs> That's a good point. It's probably a hard ADR to get, so I'd totally, especially for that yes. Monday after Dopey, you better get that thing like right yeah. to the minute, 60 days prior. So that's a good suggestion. Everybody's going to be jumping on that one. Speaking of, we have a question about Marathon Weekend from Emily, one of the uh, lizards that I helped book her travel for. Staying in Saratoga for Marathon Weekend, do the race buses only pick up near the carriage house? And I know you've stayed at Saratoga for race weekend, Scott, so w- what's up? I learned this the hard way <laughs> over, over the uh, springtime surprise. So I forgot which building we were in. Like maybe there was the paddock and I just went over to the paddock bus stop. It was for the Everest night race. So it was that Thursday night and I'm just sitting there and I'm just sitting there and like, I don't see anyone else wearing a race bib for about five minutes and no buses. I'm like, what's going on? Like, am I at the right spot? So I start walking and I go, and I don't know if it's the carriage house. It might be, the carriage house is the front building i think and that's not necessarily where they pick you up they pick you up kind of like on that main street like where the pool is and the the dvc like community center like where do you see like the big green icon basically yeah, yeah. Like the, i know you're talking about yeah yep. so that's right where the bus stop is and it is the one and only stop for saratoga so yeah make sure depending on where you're at the resort like i rented a car and i actually drove to the bus stop one of those days because it was so, such a long walk but uh, yeah, so Saratoga will just have the one stop there by the by the community center. So if you if you look around and you're the only with a bib at the bus, if you're the only with the bus stop, because you mean it'd be like two thirty in the morning. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, the wrong place. That's a scary thought when you're the only <laughs> one at the bus stop. <laughs> so yeah, so leave a little earlier if you're gonna walk, or maybe try to get a room close to that area. There is a building like right across the street from there, so that could be a good spot for a room. All right, Brian, I appreciate Brian asking this question. Finally, somebody has asked this question because when we have questions like this, 
things start to happen. When will Disneyland start booking reservations for 2023? It is August at this point, and they're not open yet. So hopefully by the time this show comes out within the next 48 hours, let's hope. It should be any time. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're not that far from 2023 at this point. Let's go, but it should be soon. So just stand by for that. Uh, let's see, we've got another question here from Natalie. It's kind of an interesting one. Uh, it says, hey, Mike, I've been wondering this for a while. Could you tell me how you and Scott became such good friends? I've been listening for years, and it feels like Scott's always been a part of the podcast, but I'm not sure if this is true, LOL. Also, if money wasn't uh, an issue, could you tell us how you would vacation at Disney? Thanks so much, Natalie. Uh, well, okay, so we met. Was the first time we met when we had that meetup at uh, Pico, at uh Tortuga Tavern at one day. Yeah, so that was like a um, a Tower of Terror, like one of those. Like it was like during like an epic October race weekends. I mean, we really didn't hang out much. Like we just kind of like met up, and I, I think I might have even met Ricky or Pam. Like we just it was like one of those old podcast meetups that we would do, kind of informal. So we just like kind of hung out, talked a little bit. We didn't like exchange Twitter handles. It wasn't like anything deep, uh -uh. you know. It was just like, hey, I love the show, man. I appreciate it. It gets me through some runs. Like. Have a great race tonight. <laughs> that's yeah. that's basically all it was. Yeah. It was short and sweet. But but then yeah, it was the next podcast cruise. You know, we were we were doing all the excursions together, the mixologies. Like I maybe started being a bad influence. I know like we hung out with like your your in laws, your brother and sister in law, yeah. like Sandy, Andy, and, yeah. Andy and Sandy at Meridian. Like we were like we were like doing a taste testing together there. So we were just telling stories and laughs. And then like, obviously our daughters like kicked it off in the um, in the kids club. And then. Man, yeah. then it's the history. Kind of his, yeah, the rest <laughs> is kind of history. I mean, it's uh, you know, Scott's really about as close to a brother as I've ever had. So that you know, it's basically it. And I mean, we've uh, you know, he's, he's just an asset to the show. You know, he's a DVC member. He knows his stuff. He runs the races. He sails the ships, and just uh, you know, he's he's comedy gold. I mean, got to have him here on the show. So it's and uh, now we vacation together. We go to Disneyland together. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, I mean, it's, and same with all of us. Like we all try to plan our trips together. And like I know Ricky does the same. Like. I've hung, we've hung out with Ricky so many times too. Yep. I just, I know sometimes we make a point, Mike, to like purposely try to to make some trips together outside of even like our big summer trips that we do. So yes, yeah. let me ask Ricky this question though: If money were no object for you, because I'm I'm a tightwad, I don't even know right. what I would do. I, that'll never happen for me. That'll never happen. What would you do? I mean, realistically, like, is there something that if like you did hit that? I know somebody in Illinois won that like billion dollar lottery and it wasn't Paige. Um, I was hoping it was Paige when I saw Illinois. No. I was like, oh, please let my daughter you know, pay back. That'd be something. <laughs> That'd be something. I'd probably never see her again. <laughs> I hope I would be somewhat on her list. Like, you know, you got that yeah, list, right? right? You would have probably found out before I would have. I guarantee you, you would have known first. <laughs> but, Ricky, what about you? Is there some, like, huge splurge, like, if money were no object, realistically, something you'd like to do? Yeah, I think I would probably like to say... Honestly, I would write like to either do the um, Copper Creek like cabins on the water or the Polynesian cabins on the water. I think that would be like the ultimate right there. I think I lean more toward Copper Creek because, again, as I mentioned, like the the Wilderness Lodge is more where my heart is. But um, I do love Polynesian too, so I think that's that's what I would do. Let me throw this like, in real quick though, because okay, so if you had if the Disney calls you today and says. You get a weekend, Copper Creek cabins, uh, Polynesian bungalows. You're picking yeah. the cabins, Copper Creek? Yeah, the cabins, yeah, Copper Creek. Me too. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Me too. What about yeah. you, Scott? I'm picking them all day. Like, the, So I think 
not to go on that rant, but like the bungalows are first at Polynesian and they were fantastic. Yes. I think they learned from so that. much from that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That they just upped it so much better at Wilderness Lodge. So that, that would be my choice between those two for sure. Man, we're all on the same wavelength today. We're feeling it. We're feeling we it. Are. Yes. We are. But you know what? So that was one of my choices, Ricky. Like, ah. so since you took it, I'm going to go with my other one so I can get both answers in it. Okay. See what I did there? I learned I from do. You, Ricky. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Um, I love the Riviera Resort. I love the Skyliner. So I'm going with that three bedroom, <laughs> that nice. three bedroom villa yeah. at the Riviera. And and Ricky, you and Brian are invited. Nice. And the whole podcast crew is invited because you know we can sleep like 15 or that's okay with me. Right yeah. There. So we'll do that over Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is all about friends and family. So we'll have yeah, a nice week. Get it catered in, catered in yeah. the turkey. We'll celebrate Mike and Elizabeth's birthday because they always seem to fall around Thanksgiving. So it'll be a good time. Oh man, we need to make this happen. We got Brian's it. too because his are on. His is the thirtieth of November. Okay, there we'll throw. We'll, so we got yeah. the 27th, 28th, and the thirtieth, and we'll just yeah. throw that all, all right. in with Thanksgiving. It'll be a great exactly. celebration. Let's we'll do it. All right, Chris has a question here. He says, hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and hashtag Scotty G, thanks for helping me plan Disney trips over the past few years. You have all been instrumental in helping me plan trips that have given us some amazing memories with our son. Now, there are two things you need to know about me. One, I've always wanted to stay at the Polynesian, okay, as we just ra- as we just picked the Wilderness Lodge over the Polynesian right. bungalows. But don't get me wrong. I love the Polynesian. I'm just Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. I think I, I like the Polynesian standard rooms way I, better. I, I agree. Agree. Yes. Okay. And two, he says, Halloween is my absolute favorite holiday. See photos attached. And, I mean, it's the cutest picture of his family. I've tried to get my wife to do this for, like, a decade. They're dressed as the Incredibles. Like, I just nice. want to be Mr. Incredible. I want her to be Mrs. Incredible. That ship has sailed. That is never going to happen around here, I don't think. Anyway, back to back to Chris's email. Naturally, I'm beyond excited about our stay at the Polynesian, complete with tickets to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party this September 23rd to the 28th. We have park hoppers for the first three days. Our final full day will be a resort-slash-pool day ending in, uh, ending the Halloween party, ending with the Halloween party. It's a dream come true for me. Here are my questions. Number one, my son loves Ratatouille. How can we get to the International Gateway so we can ride Remy at the start of early entry? This would help us get him to ride it more than once. Do you have any suggestions? So, Ricky, what say you? They're at the Polynesian. They want to go in the back door to Epcot, the International yeah. Gateway, if possible, just because of the proximity to France. I mean, that's going to be it's going to be really tough. Um, I have an idea, but it makes I have it, an idea, too. I, mean, my idea is it's probably the same one. Make a breakfast reservation yep. at one of the resorts over there. So either, you know, uh, the Beach Club um, restaurants, the Boardwalk restaurants or the Yacht Club restaurants. Um, and then make it super early, and then that way you'll be able to walk on over to um, to the, the International Gateway from there. Um, that's the best suggestion I think I have for that's, that. That's scenario. mine too. Like, yeah, like the do Ale and Compass or do yeah. uh, Cape May Cafe if they're doing breakfast, something like that. Scott, can you think of anything else? Because I mean, it, otherwise that, you have to go that was what it. I wrote down on my notes here. Um, and I would just suggest, like, you know, they. If you're driving, like they don't like you to leave your car. So I'd recommend like right. doing like an Uber of some sort. So you can just get dropped off right at the front of the resort, which is great because the parking can be pretty brutal at those resorts and they still might be rough on letting you in. So just take an Uber over to to do Cape May Cafe with the kids, you know, have a nice early breakfast and walk on over to yeah. International Gateway and do Ratatouille. 
I agree. And the second question is, I know we can enter the Magic Kingdom for the Halloween party as early as 4 p.m., but I also know that pre-gaming the party with dinner is crucial. If having dinner means we're entering closer to 5 or 6, are we missing out on anything special? Characters are not a priority for us at the party. Thanks for all you do and the joy you share, Chris. P.S. Bonus suggestion for the trade conversation. Oh, we, we talked about making trades a few weeks back when the trade deadline was happening for Major League Baseball. He says, after riding Hyperspace Mountain in Disneyland, I would trade Star Tours for an actual Star Wars roller coaster where you ride along with the Rebels as they take the to, as they take on the Death Star, Death Star in Episode 4 or 6, complete with projection that makes you feel like you're part of the action. PPS. The scariest animatronic was was the alien from Alien Encounter. Facts. Uh, that's true. That thing was. I mean, it was so scary that it's gone. Like it freaked people. Facts. People could not get out of their restraints and freaked out. So yeah. Okay. Great emails. And you know what? I like that idea of a trench run roller coaster, which because I loved Hyperspace Mountain. I I preferred Hyperspace Mountain actually to Star Tours myself when I was out of Disney. I thought it was really well oh, yeah. done. I thought that was like a. It was cool. I prefer to Millennium Falcon Smuggler's yeah, Run. I, too. I, I said yeah. the same thing. I said I'd rather do this than Smuggler's Run. It was because it was just more fun. It was just it was it was a lot of it was just fun to me. So good, both good points there. But back to his question, Scott, you're going to the party here. Like, and like I can't believe you're going to a Halloween party like ten days or less. I mean, that's insane. It, yeah. it, it's like 180 outside heat index right now. I can't I can't breathe. It's so humid. And your costumes be, are just about ready too. <laughs> so oof, to watch Halloween. out. You're getting ready to celebrate <laughs> Halloween. So we've all been to the Halloween parties. You're really not missing anything until the party kicks off at seven. I agree. And I love the, um, I love the early dining and do the resort dining. This thing at the Polynesian, you know, I would almost take like, not to get my strategy away, but I, I like to go to the Grand Floridian Cafe to kick off the party or maybe Steakhouse 71. So take the contemporary, I mean, take the monorail over to one of those resorts, have a great, great meal and then walk over or, or do a boat or, you know, if you have the contemporary, you can still do the monorail if you choose, but I would stick to a monorail resort for, for dinner and then head on over. I don't think you're going to miss too much. All right. Next question is from Deanne. She says, good morning, Mike. I have a question that I would like to hear discussed. So here we go. Magic Kingdom, October 31st and November 1st. Have you experienced the Halloween and Christmas season switchover? If you have, is it worth it to plan a trip over this time? I don't remember anyone ever asking this question. Thanks, Deanna. Ricky, have you ever been there when they made the switch from Halloween and all of a sudden it is Christmas? I I don't know that I've done that switch. Um, I know I've been there on Halloween before, but I it was when I was a kid, so I don't remember if you know they had done Christmas quite that early yet. Um, I actually, I mean, I think it, it's a good time to go though. I mean, you get two holidays, two for your money basically so i say yeah go ahead and do it um just know that you know until it until it's the official holiday like you know things won't fully be out so you'll only see the beginnings of christmas coming out but um you won't see all of it but i mean i still think that it would be a, a really good experience to do to do that 
Right. I, th- I think there's kind of a mythos that it just happens like overnight, yeah, like, you know, on Halloween night that it just goes away and that it's Christmas, November 1st. But actually, it's a kind of a week long transition, you yeah. know, like they'll take the tree down and or they'll put up the tree. Sorry, the tree, yeah. And, you know, take out the pumpkins and stuff like that. But Scott, you have actually I think you have been there during I this have. transition, right? So I've flown down for a wine and dine race weekend on Halloween and went to the party. And then the next day, the Christmas tree is up at Magic Kingdom. It's just like one of the weirdest. Actually, no, it wasn't the next day that year because it depends on how the calendar works. Because November November 1st was actually a Halloween party, too, because it was Saturday or something. Like, I can't remember the exact details. So it wasn't the next morning in my case because of November 1st being a Halloween party. But, yeah, I mean, the transition, transition is pretty quick for like Main Street stuff, you know, but like the resorts is going to take a while for oh, yeah. like, all their resort trees to come up but but if you time it right like how i did where you went down on halloween day if you do like a seven to eight night trip you're going to get both parties because you're going to get the last party Mm -hmm. and the and the first christmas party i know it's a lot of money but and if you love hard ticket events that's a perfect way to see both of them so good good idea but currently i think the halloween night is sold out the night before halloween night is sold out and the first halloween party of the season is sold out at this point i believe and the second, unfortunately. The second. Is that that's when you're going to, right? I'm going to the second, yeah. There you go. They all want to be there with you. They want to check you out. All right. Last question today comes from Michael in Winston Winston Salem, North Carolina. It says Disney half marathon post race party. Hey Mike, I've become a big fan of your podcast. Enjoy listening while we are prepping for Disney, but also casually to tap into the magic. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. My wife and I went to Disney for our honeymoon and have been there over 10 times with our kids, typically every other year. This year is much busier. Went in January with the entire family, including our oldest boyfriend. Just got back from a July trip with my youngest as she was performing with her dance troupe at Disney Springs. And we're sailing on the wish over Thanksgiving. But the real reason I'm reaching out is that I'm also headed to Walt Disney World in early November for the Wine and Dine Half Marathon. I've never run a half marathon before. It's my mid midlife crisis bucket list move. Hey, it's there's going to be 1500, 2000 people that are in the same boat. Like, what am I doing? Like when the, when the national anthem starts playing, look around like 10% of the people out there, like, wait a second, I, I got to go run 13 miles. Like I just came down here for vacation and I'm in the middle of a parking lot. It's five in the morning. I guess I'm or going. You're Ricky or you're Ricky and you're standing there thinking like, 24 hours ago, I didn't think I was going to do this. And here <laughs> this is true. Right I mean, I, yep, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. So anyway, so what better motivation for me to get uh, running and prepared than doing it in Disney? That's exactly right. My question is about the post-race party. Is it worth it? I know it's included for me and my oldest daughter who's running too, but was curious if we should buy additional tickets for my wife and our youngest daughter who are tagging along for the weekend. My doing, uh, we're sorry, we're doing a light day at Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios on Saturday, and then the race on Sunday, followed by the party. Is the party enough to experience a decent evening at Epcot? By the way, shout out to Rachel Honing at the Magic for Less. She helped us set up hotels each visit and has been wonderful. Thanks for your help. Best, Mike. And shout out to Rachel. That's awesome. Thanks for supporting the Magic for Less. Um, what do you think? I'm not a huge fan of the party because just, I, I don't know. It's it's okay. I, I I'll be honest. Like I've had it included, and I've not gone many times. Like I've not used my ticket. But, but Scott, what do you think? So I like the party. The party's a little different now, though. I mean, so it used to be, 
you finish the race. Ricky experienced this one mm-hmm. once too, I believe. You finish yeah. the race. Mine and Diana is just a race weekend, Ricky. Yeah. So Determined. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> you finish the race and then boom, they give you like a drink voucher and then you went right back in the Epcot and then you just went at it. You had the energy going. I like now, that. Yeah. Now you do the morning race. You go and, you know, you take a swim, you relax a little bit and like come to party, you might be like, A, too tired. <laughs> um, and that's, I mean, that's one of the worst scenarios if you just become too tired. So like, you know, you rest up a little bit, but you know, the, the party still brings a lot of value. They do a lot of cool stuff that's special for the runners. Um, I, I'd still recommend it. I know the tricky question, the tricky part is here. Do you buy two cost. tickets? Cause yours is already included, like the extra cost. But if you look at it, there's four of you. You only need to purchase two of them. So, I mean, you're getting like buy one, get one free if you if you don't think about being included with your race registration. So I can see some value there. And if you've never done it before, I say you got to do it once. And I you, you will still have a great night at Epcot. It might feel a little crowded because there are a lot of runners. But a lot of them necessarily aren't doing attractions. They're just kind of there to hang out, take photos with the medals, you know, eat see some drink. of the characters, eat and drink. So if attractions is your thing, I think you're going to see short shorter times than you normally would on an Epcot night. That's a good point. I mean, it's it's definitely a fun night at Epcot, but it's one of those things like I I just I just never make it over. Again, I have an annual pass, so it's not a huge incentive for me to go to the party because I can go to Epcot, you know, right. whenever because I you know have the annual pass. So I think that's another factor that kind of skews how I think about it. I will say, thinking about the old days when the race was a night race, the first ever wine and dine half marathon. I remember when you crossed the line, they would actually hand you the alcoholic drink as you crossed the line. Like they had them there. They'd ask you, you want the, they would give you a flute of wine right there at the, in the, like where you get your medals. Oh, like, that's not a great idea. Or yeah. like a beer. I mean, they, like they asked you, like at the time I didn't drink or I didn't like either one of them. So I didn't, I took like a Coke or something, but it was just one of those, like it was, it wasn't even a voucher, man. It was like here, man. I mean, like you just ran 13 miles. You're dehydrated. But I mean, we do this after doing Dobie. We drink a mar- uh, margaritas. We're on the course. But, you know, so stupid lesson, you know, stupid uh, runner tricks like David Letterman. But, uh, yeah, so I'm just saying those are the good old days. Um, even Disney has those. So, no, but we'll see you down there. I'll be down there for Wine and Dine Half Marathon. Scott will probably. He'll make it happen somehow. You know, it's Scott. Well, it, it'll happen. And if not, I'm currently signed up for the virtual. But, yes, I virtual. You never know. It's August. <laughs> we'll see what happens in October. See if I have. He, you know a, where the. A, the best, bib or something, yeah, the know? best place to run that virtual would be on property in the car right. in the corrals with us. Okay. Anyway, so we're gonna duck out of here. We'll be back again on Friday where we're gonna do kind of a little progress report for Walt Disney World. We're gonna have a fun discussion on uh, what Walt Disney World's doing well right now. Some of those things are doing a lot well, and what things we think Walt Disney World needs to kind of maybe switch course or uh, look at. Uh, you know, doing things a little bit differently moving uh, forward here as we approach 2023. So uh, come back for that on Friday. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less. Swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Check out all the great trip planning tools for uh, Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney. And while you're there, fill out that free no obligation quote form. And if you mention the show, you and I are going to be planning an amazing trip together, and I'd love to help you plan that trip this week. So check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a huge shout-out to our patrons who make all this podcasting possible. You guys you guys are the backbone of our podcast. Thank you so much for that. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every Tuesday. So if you'd like to get in on that, come on over to patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Ricky a follow on the social media. 
She's a lot of fun. At Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Scott's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. Give him a follow because he's getting ready to head down to Florida here very soon. I'm at BR Guest Mike, and I'll be uh, tweeting all kinds of stuff. Cardinal baseball, Mizzou football, and Disney all the time. Love to talk to you this week. And, of course, subscribe to the show on Facebook and YouTube so you know me go live. And we'd love that Apple Podcast rating and review if you get a chance. All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back again on Friday. So for Ricky and Scott, I'm Mike. Wishing you a great Wednesday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.